What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Today's episode, we got a positive, good feel article that's just right for the cigar industry. And all I'm saying is the FDA, you can suck it. <laughs> Coming up next on The Burndown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Burndown. I'm Justin, a.k.a. The Dapper Cigar. This gentleman across the table is... I'm Eric, a.k.a. Brother Cigar. If you're new to this channel, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the bell to be notified for every single time we drop a new video. We have new episodes every single Friday. Uh, be sure to check out the website, burndownpodcast.com. Become a member. It's $5 a month. You get exclusive access to five partnering stores. Plus, you can enter into monthly only members giveaway. We give away cigar spirits, accessories, and more. And get yourself our latest cigar, The Blueprint. It's available now on our website, burndownpodcast.com. Just click the menu item, Blueprint Cigar, and you can purchase your box today. Hell yeah, brother. By the way. By the by. Members get 15% discount. They do. If you are a member on the Burndown website, you get 15% off either a box of blueprints or we sell five packs. Five packs. Well, oh, we don't sell. Cigar, uh, Flying Cigar Co. sells them. You can get 15% off a five pack or five, 15% off a freaking box. And big shout out to Flying Cigar Co. Uh, they partner with us to be able to bring you guys our blueprint cigar. Um, they're, they're the ones who are currently carrying it. They're the only ones who are currently carrying it. Mm-hmm. Well, online, online. retailer. Um, huge shout out to them. They actually, so they're big supporters of veterans and the armed forces. They donate to them everything that they sell. They donate a portion to the armed forces and veterans. So huge shout out to them. But today's episode is about an article. Very good article. The article has got a very long title. Uh, it was released July 14th. Day after my birthday. Day after his birthday, so about two weeks ago. It said the federal court rules that FDA was arbitrary and capricious in deeming premium cigars subject to the Tobacco Control Act. So they came out of the Tobacco Control Act where they were trying to regulate all tobacco. And the, FDA, and the federal court said that the FDA didn't do their due diligence with cigars, premium cigars. They kind of just roped them in there. Without, without even really not even, paying attention to it, not even, not even, not even doing their due diligence, they just completely ignored all the, the information from the Cigar Association of America, PCA, you know, uh, Cigar Rights of America. They gave the FDA all this information, and they just went, yeah, kind of look at that, disregarded it. So, and uh, this Swept whole article, under the rug. This, yeah, exactly. So this whole article is just kind of going over that, and that's what we're going to be discussing today because that's some. Great news, man. That's a huge win for the cigar industry, but yeah. we need to smoke something. So, what are we smoking today? I got an Avo. I got a, a Black Label, a Southern Bro, Draw. Let's try this fucking girthy mode. A Man of War. This one right here? The Man of War Rune Nation. You want to try the Man of War? This this thing? This freaking gorilla? This thing looks like a... You want to do it? It's going to take freaking... I mean, we literally might... I, I don't want to smoke it by myself, so I'd rather smoke it with somebody We might else. not even smoke a quarter of this for this episode. This episode is going to be like, all right, Well, man. we got to review it anyways, right? And we got to do reels with it, too. Come on, let's just get it. Let's just get it done. <laughs> you want to do this, bad boy? Because if not, this one's going to just... This thing's huge and let's do. The, let's do this one. This is a good one. Which one? This is... This oh, is, the Adventura? 
What is this one? Right? Yeah. This is a Toro. This looks like a good size. Open for inspection, my one says. Did you say that? You yeah. Open. Okay. You want to do the Aventura? Yeah, let's save this. Uh... Save it? All right. Might be good for like a golf golf day or something. It might be good for a golf day because you can smoke one. And it'll just yeah. last. Yeah, actually, so you know what? I might smoke that tomorrow morning. I'm golfing tomorrow morning. There you go. So, uh, All right, so we'll smoke the Aventura. I've been taking a lesson with a guy. Gosh, it's like, side note. When you're taking a lesson and then you go out and try to play and you're like in the middle of a swing change and you're trying to like play, but you're trying to still work. It's fucking hard, man. <laughs> yeah, I, took a, I took a couple of lessons one year. and uh, You really got to like, it's weird because you're in the middle of like, it's whatever. It's hard. So this has got a nice like. Nice oily wrapper. Dude, like. It smells great. It's you know you know how you describe this wrapper, toothy. Take a real close look at it. You see all the little tiny bumps on there? Yeah, that's a toothy wrapper. Hmm. Why? Because it's got like, little bumps. Yeah, it's toothy. Wow, I'm toothy. Look at the bumps on this thing. It smells great. It does smell. It does smell really good. I'm excited to. So let's uh, yeah. let's get into this because Lord knows you need one because you had a. Fucking hell of a day. Well, I had a long day. I started a new job, and then I was on the phone with contractors and cabinet guys and kitchen guys all freaking day. Look at this new. Look at this new thing. This That's new a new thing. thing too. Yeah. So shout out to Don Doritorio Cigars. They just came out. I think that's how you say it. Don Dori Doritio, right? Don Doritio. That's how you say it. Doritio, I would say. Yeah. Shout out to Don Doritio. Doritio. They just came out during this year's PCA. So they sent me a few cigars. I'll give one to Justin. And then they also sent, and they made me a little surprise and sent me this like leather travel case. And it's pretty freaking nice. It's got the little pouch for all the cigars and then pouches for all your cigar accessories. So we can put a link in the in the description for these guys too as well. But uh, <coughs> shout out to these guys for uh, giving me a leather travel case because I've always wanted one of these. And Can I see that thing? Let me see that bad boy. By dog it, they gave it to me. They gave it to me. Yeah, it's pretty thing. Yo, this is nice. Dude, I know classy that shit is. This is, I'm going to have to, yo, Don Dorteo, hook your brother up. How fucking sick is that? Hook your boy. This is nice, dude. He's like, yeah. Does this go in here? Uh, Yeah, there's already a lighter in there, though. From the oh. Dude, this is sick. This is hella nice. And I like that you can, like, like that thing you can slide in here. Dude, this is sweet. Cause like before, before the PCA, you gotta hook your boy up, man. I'll give you the contact info. Dude, this is. Yeah, put that in. Uh, I'll put it in there. No, no, I didn't even light up my cigar up yet. This is nice, dude. But uh, they messaged me before PCA. They said, "Hey, we want to send you our cigars, but we're not releasing them till the PCA. Can we send you them? Can we send you them after?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So, uh. We're like, all right, yeah, we're on your way. And then, like, the day I got it, they messaged me. And they're like, hey, um, by the way, just make sure you get it because we also sent you, like, a leather leather good. And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, I'm like, is this what I think it is? My dog? It, it was. So, shout out. I gave you a little bit of a heavy pour there, my bad. Yeah, yeah that's, that's heavy. Heavy dose. So, heavy anyway, all right. Let's, uh, let's cheers to... Um, being back. Oh, well, we well cheers to you being back. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, you had, you had, you know what? I'm actually going to pull up the article on my side because uh, you have it on your side, paper form, which I actually like a lot better. Yeah. But 
I have it on my side. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I was gone. You were. For two weeks. So I started a new job. Now your boy has an official commercial, a licensed commercial real estate, uh, not real estate broker, insurance broker. Insurance broker. So insurance broker. So all different kinds of business insurance, workers' comp, liability, uh, property and casualty, all, this, all that good shit. So I had to go down for a training down in Franklin, Tennessee, which is about 25 minutes outside of Nashville. And I was in there for a two-week training. Did you go to any of the spots I told you about or no? Uh, no, you didn't. Did you go to Fifth and Taylor? No, I didn't go there. Did you go to Primings? No, I didn't go there. The two I, spots, I, I know. To be honest, I didn't I really have much time to go. The weekend we went, well, the weekend I had, Marissa came down for my birthday, went to a steakhouse, called, I think called the River House, down okay. in downtown Nashville. And then Saturday, did the drinking trolley, got boozed up. I was back home by like 9 o'clock. We were both sloshed. Then Sunday, I'm just going to spare on the details. The next week, my stomach was in shambles. So Sunday, I was hurting like a mug. <laughs> and then uh, the second week, I couldn't even look at food. I couldn't really? even eat. I was like, I would see like commercials on TV. I'm like, oh, God. You were that bad? It was bad. If, I mean, if you want a little sidebar, uh, well, yeah, well, sidebar. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was bad. Well, let's talk about we'll talk about that another. We got to get to this freaking. Uh, we got to get to this. Let's get to the article. Yeah, we got to get to this article. Yeah, but let's cheers to you being back. Let's cheers to a win for the cigar community. Um, let's do it. Well, I gave you a nice one. Yeah, you made a fucking hefty pour. Ah, that's that's some good fucking lead. That first one's always nice. All right, so federal court rules that the FDA was arbitrary and capricious in deeming premium cigars subject to the, to the Tobacco Control Act. So what that means is that federal court said the FDA was negligent when it comes to premium cigars uh, and the Tobacco Control Act. They just kind of yeah. threw them in there, disregarding all the information about them, kind of – Which was called – Kind of just pushing it to the side. So what it was is back in 2016, the – FDA called something called something called the deeming rule, which basically extended the agency's reach over anything tobacco related. So, so they could, I, if it had any sort of tobacco in it, they could deem yeah. it tobacco product. So right here, so which extended the agency's tobacco product authority beyond cigarettes, cigarette tobacco, smokeless tobacco, and roll your own tobacco, <coughs> instead to all products that meet the tobacco product definition in the FDA. You know, definition of the FDA. So anything with tobacco in it, they put it underneath the deeming rule, a.k.a. cigars. And then in 2020, said the United States District Court for the District of Columbia, um, or known as the quote unquote, the court, which they'll probably refer to later on the article, Mm -hmm. um, issued an order vacating the health warning requirements for cigars of pipe tobacco set forth um, in... 21 CFR article yeah, this, 114 section. This, yeah, this, this, uh, this paragraph is just fucking ungats. It's fucking stupid. It, I mean, they reference a lot of, like like you said, 21 CFR with these weird symbols with these numbers. Yeah, it's just the article and then, you know, section 1143, paragraph 3, whatever. So let's and, get to the let's get to the meat and potatoes of this, right? Yeah, so now the court has addressed that the central issue, whether the FDA uh, should have ever deemed premium cigars to be uh subject to the deeming rule in the first place and that's what they were really going after saying did you really have the right to we got probably turn that fan on we didn't turn oh. that fan on 
the courts were saying, FDA, did you really have the authority and the right just to deem cigars underneath your your tobacco rule? And ultimately, no. So a little background in 2014. Uh, let's see here. A little ba- By the way, background in 2014, the FDA promulgated, promulgated? I don't even know what that fucking word means. Promulgated the notice of proposed rulemaking for the long-awaited deeming rule. The FDA proposed two options defining the scope of the rule. Option one, the FDA would deem all products meeting the statutory definition of the tobacco tobacco, tobacco product, including premium cigars, to the subject of its regular authority, while option two, the FDA would exclude premium cigars from its regulatory authority. Um, So then you have the Cigar Rights of America, uh, Cigar Association of America, Premium Cigar Association, submitting comments and data to um, the agency regarding the usage patterns of premium cigar consumers, uh, asserting the majority of premium cigar consumers are are really over adults over 40 years old and only an occasional smoker of the product, and showing that premium cigars don't really pose any type of health risk. Um, which so, also- yeah, so they're saying that they don't pose the same type of health, uh, public health concerns, including big thing that we always talk about, youth usage. Yeah. As other tobacco products, the groups noted that the vast majority of premium cigar smokers are adults who rarely use um, premium cigars that only 3.3% reported everyday use and 25.6% reported someday use. Yeah. So to be honest, we're not even everyday users. Oh. Okay. Everybody asks me like how, uh, you know, how often do you smoke a cigar? And I say on average, probably one a day if you average it all out. Because for instance, I actually said it the other day. Like, for, like maybe Monday, Tuesday, I don't smoke, right? Wednesday, I'll have two in here with you. Thursday, maybe I won't smoke. Friday, I might have one. Saturday, I might have two. Sunday, hit or miss. Yeah. So if you think out of the seven days of the week, I've had maybe five. So that's not even every single day. Some weeks, I'll have, you know, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Some weeks, I have one and one. So it's kind of – it's not even everyday use. I just say it averages out to yeah. – I get you. And and we are big cigar smokers, and we don't even smoke every single – I know people that smoke three, four, five a day. No. And live to be 100. That's it, man. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. So now, uh, notwithstanding such comments, the FDA issued the final deeming rule, which became effective on August 8th, 2016, and immediately deemed all products meeting the statutory definition of the tobacco product, which we stated earlier, including premium cigars. Um, specifically, the FDA concluded that were no data provided to mm-hmm. support the premise that there are different patterns of use of premium cigars and that these patterns result in lower health risks. Dum-dums. Following- so they're actually saying that the um, uh, this was U.S. District Judge. This is a Reuters who's actually talking about the same article. This is a <clears throat> Reuters is referencing that article. They wrote another article about this article. Yeah. And it said the U.S. District Judge Amit Mehta in Washington, D.C. said the agency, the Food and Drug Administration, had ignored relevant data about the health risks of premium cigar use. He asked the FDA and the industry groups challenging the regulations, which are the Premium Cigar Association and the Cigar Rights of America, so PCA and CRA, and we've actually had Joshua Bursky from the PCA on here, he asked them to submit briefs on whether he should vacate the FDA's decision or simply remand the matter back to the agency. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why that's what I was just saying that they have all this information back from back in even 2016, and the FDA said they concluded that there was no data provided to support the premise that there are different patterns of use for premium cigars. Um, right? Is that, am I reading that right? Specifically, FDA concluded that there was no data provided to support the premise that there are different patterns of use of premium cigars and that these patterns result in lower... Yeah, so that's saying they ignored all the information that they received and said, yeah, there's no difference. It's still bad. Yeah, they ignored it. Yeah. Being capricious. Um, yeah, so like you said, the different cigar associations were arguing the decision at FDA. And these are basically three bullet points to really sum up this whole article here. Um, the FDA, I don't want to... What movie is this? Erroneous. Erroneous. Erroneous on all counts. I love it. So the FDA erroneously decided to deem premium cigars based on an alleged lack of evidence in the administrative record of different use patterns for premium cigar consumers. When in fact, there was such evidence submitted by the Cigar Rights of America. The FDA erroneously concluded that there was significant youth usage of premium cigars, further justifying regulation based on misinterpretation of one particular study. And I'm going to – it's great that you said misinterpret because I actually have the study right here. So another – so this is Half Wheel talking about this one. And they said – the title of this is 3.8% of 3.3%. Is that what it says over there? No, but I watched the – I watched a video of Cigars Daily – and he talked about this. Talk about this, and he talked about they, the three point three percent. Yeah. So they miss. So they misinterpreted the data and tried to use it against us. So they're saying that the the the, the federal judge, uh, Meta, also evaluated another claim made by the plaintiffs that FDA did not properly, like you said, interpret the data regarding youth usage of premium cigars. This deals with a study the FDA cited by Christine Del Navo that found that a youth that of the youth age 12 to 17 who said they smoked cigars, 3.8% of them identified premium cigars as the brand they smoked most often. However, the issue is that only 3.3% of 12 to 17-year-olds surveyed said they smoked cigars. So the real number is 3.8% of the 3.3%, which is actually 0.1%. So what they were saying is that they had a big group of they had a group of twelve to seventeen year olds, right? And they're saying that three point eight percent of the twelve to seventeen year olds mm-hmm. could identify premium cigars. cigars that they smoked. Yep. But they were but they said no, it's three point eight percent of the ones that said they smoked cigars. So they're saying that Dude. only three point three percent of that group of twelve to seventeen year olds said they they've yeah. smoked a cigar, and only three point eight percent of them said that they actually so that they actually now could identify a premium cigar. And that, and that was, I'm glad you brought that up because I I watched actually when this first came out a couple of weeks ago I watched it on YouTube from Cigars Daily and that's a big part where he talked about talking about the 3.3% or the 3.8% or vice versa. Cuz it's a big difference between premium cigars and like the guests because they said okay, out of the 12 to 17 year olds, 3.3% of them said, "Yeah, we smoke cigars." And then they asked, "Okay, what what cigars do you smoke?" And of those 3.3, 3.8 could identify a premium cigar. The other 96.2% of the of that 3% of kids that smoke cigars said some gas station bullshit, like yeah. Swisher Sweets. Like, that's not a premium cigar. 
So they, the FDA just said, oh, 3.8% of those group, they, they smoke premium. No, 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 no. It's 3.8% smoke premium of 3.3%. It's 0.1% actually smoke premium cigars. Hello. Hello, McFly. McFly. Come on. Think McFly. Think. So, yeah, the FDA failed to adequately conduct (laughs) a cost-benefit analysis under the Regulatory Flexible Act of how regulating premium cigars would promote public health. Dummies. So, uh, let's see here. So, So, shout out to Judge Amit Mehta of the U.S. District Court of the District of Columbia ruled the FDA decision to deem premium cigars was indeed arbitrary. And what's this word again? Capricious. Capricious. I keep I keep thinking Capri Sun. <laughs> uh, especially the court found that they were per- pertinent record evidence. There was pertinent record evidence on premium cigar usage, but the FDA failed to adequately consider the submitted comments and data despite signaling during rulemaking. Um, so in short, the judge found FDA ignored relevant data about the population health risk of premium cigar use. So finally, we got someone on our side saying, no, 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 no. Listen here, FDA. You ain't the big boss man as you think you are. You got to go back and reconsider your your uh, tactics here because there's plenty of information showing you that what you're claiming is not relatively true. I just love like, like who do you – how do you think – you think you just – you have all this data. And how many fucking articles do we talk about where it's premium cigars are not even remotely – close to cigarettes and and um like swisher sweets and the machine and the uh, gas station cigars and vape it. vaping all that stuff yet they're like nah that fuck it that's like you know that's like saying uh eating loads and loads of sugar every single day is going to give you diabetes and the people are like nah, nah. fuck that or not it's like no that's you can't disregard the data there. Mm-hmm. You can't, and then be, just because you want to, I almost feel like they have a vendetta against cigar smokers. They just, they, no, we got data here saying you can't rope it into the the same category as cigarettes and vaping, and they're like, nah, fuck, it, we're gonna do that just to fuck with them. That's what it feels like. That, that, that's and what thankfully, that, this guy, this judge, definitely smokes cigars. Shout out to Judge Meta. I'm gonna get to get it. We should get a shirt that shout out to Judge Meta. Right. Shout out to Judge Meta. But uh. <laughs> Meta World Peace and spell it like his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meta World Cigar. Meta World Peace for cigars. That's that's the name. The shirt. Meta World Peace for cigars. Except it'll be M E H T A. Yeah. <laughs> and only the real ones will get it. Only real cigar people would get it. But for real, I mean, that's huge. I mean, this was we referenced an article from the FDA, and surprisingly, the F- this is why I get confused because there is an article from the FDA that we always talk about from 2014 stating that. One to two cigars a day are nil to your health. Right. So then how how do they – they're like disregarding so I, their own article. So that was in 2014 and then according to this article in 2016, that's when they deemed to cigars as the steaming – underneath the deeming rule. So that article came out in 2014. So I don't know. So they just disregarded their own article? I, I, I guess. Hello. Right? So it doesn't it, – Obviously, we haven't done the full research of the discrepancy between 2014 article and 2016 deeming it, deeming it. No, but this is a this is a big win for the cigar industry. Yeah, it's a big W because the PCA and the and the Cigar Rights of America they've been fighting this stuff for years. And the biggest, you know, we just had a, a 
a negative for the cigar industry when it came to taxes a couple of years ago when they just raised all the freaking taxes, right? Especially so that kind of hurt. Yeah, especially in New York with 75%. Uh, I think we're like top five in the country. But this is a big, this is a big win. This is a win, you know, because the FDA is always trying to crack down on it. Ever since they came out that article in 2014 saying cigars are pretty much good, they're like, ah, we don't want to do that anymore. Bah. Fuck that. We're going to try to go after the cigar industry. Let's, let's, did you look at the, uh, the mic, the, the audio, making sure they're not fucking ruffled like last time? Yeah, I got it right here. It's still good. Good. Because we don't want that happening again. Do this episode but, all over. So there's other. What are the? I was looking at the bullet points. I wanted to go to the bullet points. So right here. I, that's what I read through. I read through. Okay. That, that's basically what sums up the article, saying, the cigar associations provided plenty data to the FDA. They FDA did not recognize the data at all and kind of just made their own BS up. And the judge yes. and the judge reviewed it and said, well, hey, there is evidence showing X, Y, and Z, and you completely ignored it. So. You're wrong. So the three biggest keys, uh, the three biggest takeaways of this article, like Eric said, the FDA basically kind of brushed the, they said there wasn't any evidence um, for, that said they couldn't rope cigars together Yeah. when there was. So they just pushed that aside and they neglected um, or they didn't acknowledge the evidence. They said there was lack of evidence. The second bullet, the second key, is that they misinterpreted the youth data, right? The three point eight of three point three. Mm-hmm. They just used the one number and then didn't actually do the math. And the third biggest thing is that they didn't conduct a cost benefit analysis, um, which is under the Regulatory Flexibility Act (RFA). Um, you have to do a cost benefit analysis of how regulating the cigars promotes public health. They didn't do that, so they basically just they just were lazy. They didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. They said there was no evidence when there was. They couldn't do math with the youth usage, and they didn't do a cost-benefit analysis on how regulating the cigar industry is public health. Because if they would have done that, they would have found that there is it isn't regulating public health because the evidence shows that it's not as bad as regular all the other shit. And all the sh- so all, like <laughs> all the freaking Joe blows in the FDA looking at a data that says three point three percent or three point eight percent, and they go, "Oh, that means all of them." And then they don't realize, and they either didn't realize, ignored it, but yeah, because it said it said three point eight percent of those who said they smoke cigars could identify um, a premium cigar brand. So like, oh, three point eight percent of of all the youth, like, no, 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 it's of those who said they smoke cigars. How many said they smoke cigars? Three point three percent. Oh, okay. So it's actually point one percent of all of them. It's th- I could keep repeating that, it, but it, it's that, you have to get it. It's. 3.8% of 3.3%. So well, you do the math, right? To figure that out, it's what's uh, 0.038 times 0.033 is 0.001. I don't. That's point. That's point one. It's kind of like the FDA. It's kind of like the FDA was really seeing how much they can get away with. It feels like, it's like, like just keep pushing. Just keep pushing. So let's the see how many. Okay, so let me do this. This is <clears throat> I want to just because I'm a numbers guy. So Figure population. Out. And there goes my phone. Of twelve to seventeen, twelve to seventeen uh, year olds in the U.S. What do you think? <clears throat> All right, so they're saying. Age 12 to 17, in 2020, there are about 25 million, quote-unquote, children, right? Because I think under that would be toddlers, okay? Okay, so 25 mil. 
So that means 0.1%, so 25 mil. Mm-hmm. So that means out of the 25 million, quote-unquote, children. Millions and millions. Only 30,000 could... I said they smoke cigars and could identify a premium cigar, meaning that it's not like, oh, what do you? I smoke cigars. Oh yeah, I smoke Swisher sweet, Swisher sweets. So thirty, so thirty thousand. That's nothing. <laughs> now think about that. That's out of the entire population. <laughs> Let's see. 30, that's 30. legit. Point zero zero eight percent of the population. Even if you do this, even if you do it, thirty thousand in all fifty states. That's only six hundred twelve to seventeen year olds in each state. Just just putting out across okay. the whole country, right? If you think about it, every- each state, like that's literally like a high school. Yeah. Okay. I can identify. That that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it, think oh. about all the other things that had that have way more than that that don't that just kind of go under the under the rug. Stupid man, it's fucking ridiculous. All right. Think about how many kids. Or obese and have diabetes from sugar, yet they're gonna push the fucking Skittles and this and you know, extra large cokes from McDonald's. Like, you know what? I, think about that stuff. How many kids in America are obese and have diabetes? It's funny you said Skittles because I saw a TikTok the other day where it said foods that are basically illegal in other countries but are legal in New York, uh, in, uh, in the United, United States, States. Yeah, and they were saying like red Doritos, Skittles. Uh, cherry pop tarts. I think it had to do with like the red, like the red dye situation. Like, like there's like a certain like red dye in like foods, and like you can't buy those foods anywhere else besides the United States, which makes which makes sense. You wonder why all these young people. Like I just talked to somebody whose friend just passed away at 55 from a heart attack. Like they just croaked at 55. Like you don't get a heart attack really at 55, right? Or these these twenty year olds are that are just croaking over, and uh, it's bizarre. You wonder where our ca- cancer comes from and shit. A lot of it comes from the shit that we eat. Because fifty Fuck years yeah. ago, fifty years ago, there was half the stuff that were that's in everyone's everyday diet was now not even existent. You know what I mean? You want to hear something crazy? Of course I do. So I have the fucking number here, and you got to fucking shit when you hear this number. What what's what number what? Okay, so we just said that point one percent. Of the population, 0.1, or 0.1% of children, right, 12 to 17, smoke cigars or smoke premium cigars, 0.1%. Take a guess the percentage of children that that are obese in our country. It's over 50%. It's 22.2% of of children. Of children, oh God. 22.2% of children. This says from 12 to 19. Are obese. Yeah. I think United States. It says the prevalence of obesity is affected by, from children and adolescents. So from 2 to 19, they said it's not almost 20%. 14.7 million children are obese. And 30,000 say they smoked premium cigars. Kate, like, have smoked a premium cigar. Yet we're going to go, the FDA is going to go after fucking cigars. Meanwhile, sugar and fats and processed foods and fast food is pushed harder than ever. Meanwhile, 22, fucking 22.2% from 12 to 19. So the same category as the cigars, 
They're going after that. But you got 22 fucking percent? How, I, how many... How uh, what's the percentage of Americans overweight? Just in general, I think it's over fifty. Oh, percent. That's that's just kids. So I want. I think the, the overall American population. I think it's either over or close to fifty percent are obese. Um, and that, and to go back, we touched on it earlier. Over we, seventy million adults in the United States are obese. Ninety nine million, so almost a hundred million, a third of the population are overweight. Damn, I thought it was I thought it was half, but anyway, it's still fucking a lot. Well, they're saying like oh, now what's obese though? Cuz like technically Okay. But <laughs> obesity rate, yeah. Here you go. So, March 20, US obesity increased from 30% to 42%. Oh, yeah, close to 50. Think about that. It's half the country. Half the fucking country's obese. I know, dude. Yet all we push, oh, get a fuck. You want to supersize your meal? Get three fucking Big Macs for a dollar. Like, I got to buy one, get one free Big Mac for 9,000 calories. Tw- like 20 chicken McNuggets for $2. And it's also. Dude, it's that's insane. And for half pe- the fucking country's And for fat. people that are watching and listening that are newer, we've had a guest on, Joshua Haberski, who is. What's his role in the uh, in the He's PC? He's the head of government relations. So he go- goes out and lobbies around to tell yes. organizations that are making the rules that cigars, so premium cigars are not the same. Joshua Herbersky's in the freaking, uh, what do they call him? The, uh, what kind of rooms? The uh, He's in the room with all the different politicians, the delegates that are in charge of the stuff that, are, that make rules. And he's the one that pushes for premium cigars to to say no you guys are wrong this is our information yeah. take it we've had him on the podcast and he says the overall sale of tobacco so you have tobacco as a whole in the country right the overall number or anything that that has tobacco in it yes so go back into this deeming rule right anything that is considered tobacco this deeming rule right so you got c- cigarette tobacco, smokeless tobacco, cigarettes, roll your own tobacco, all this kind of different. So kind anything of that has like the word tobacco, yeah. Out of all of this, it is. What is it? One tenth of a. Per- it's like it's less than half a percent. Yes, it is. Le- it's less than one percent. Just put it that way. Less than half. So a quarter of a percent. Call it a quarter of a percent. Out of all the tobacco sales in the country, premium cigars are less than one percent of that and you want to hear something nuts too hold on one more time all of the tobacco in this country that is sold and smoked and consumed less than one percent of cigar premium cigar sales is less than one percent of that whole aggregate okay come on son what are you doing why are you wasting our time dude so i'm gonna do this freaking uh come on now come on now why are you wasting our time dude so listen to this this is fucking crazy all right <laughs> this is gonna prove it. So how many? Um, this is what about? I think it was they're gonna approach four hundred million cigars this yeah. year, right? Sale of cigars, four hundred million. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, million billion. Okay, what are you doing? What are you conducting over there? Okay, so this 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 shows half. So there's. 350 million cigars mm-hmm. sold every year. 350 million. In the United States. Okay. 
So 350 million. Take a guess how many cigarettes are smoked. Um, here we smoked go. Smoked or sold? How many cigarettes are smoked each year in the U.S.? So we said there's about 360 million cigars sold in the United States. How many how many cigarettes do you think? And this is not apples to apples, but how many cigarettes do you think are smoked um, each year on the planet? 1.2 billion. Six trillion cigarettes. Six trillion are smoked worldwide. Worldwide. Six trillion. Now, what about the United States? How many cigarettes are smoked each year in the U.S.? <laughs> Six trillion in the whole world. Damn. No wonder why those tobacco guys want to fucking stay in that game. It doesn't say, like, how many cigarettes are smoked each year Well, in the United. Because it just gives me, like, a percentage. Well, how many of, people? Oh, here you go. It's got, there's got to be a stat. No, this just says that there's 31 million adults smoke cigarettes. Okay, so they're saying currently, 2020, said thir- about 31 million U.S. adults currently smoke cigarettes, and it says it was defined as smoking more than 100 cigarettes during a lifetime. So let's say like average number We're getting of into the weeds now, baby. cigarettes smoked per day. So it says among daily smokers, the average number of cigarettes smoked per day is 14. So there's four. So let's do the math here, okay? Wait, 14 cigar, uh, cigarettes. 14 cigarettes a day. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm like 14 cigarettes. So we're going to do the numbers here, okay? Brutal, man. So 14 cigarettes a day times oops, times 365 days a year. That means the average smoker smokes 5,110 cigarettes a year. Times that by And there's 31 million. Mm-hmm. Means there's 158 billion cigarettes smoked a year. 158 billion? Billion in the United States. I said 1.2 billion. Right? So 158.4. So now we do 360 million divided by 158.4 trillion. Wait, you're. That's point. That's point. 2%. Wait, 1.4 trillion or 1.4 billion? No, 150. It's 158. So 14 cigarettes per person times yeah. 365 days is over five grand, 5,000 cigarettes per year, times the 31 million people that smoke gives you 158 trillion cigarettes a year. 158 trillion. And how then many, how many smoke in the, in the world? Six, six, no, 158 billion, okay, and it's yeah. six trillion in the world. So, 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 six trillion smoked in the in the world. Six trillion cigarettes smoked in the world. 158 billion, billion smoked. Okay. in the country. So, the 158 billion in the country. So, this is going back to Joshua Bursky. So, there's 360 million cigars sold in the United States, right? A year. It's called 350 million. I think it's maybe it's a little bit more, maybe it's a little bit less. 350 million. Divide that by how many cigarette smokers there are. Well, actually, of all the tobacco sales. So it's actually this number plus the other number. Mm-hmm. So it's 158 trillion, 350, uh, 150 billion, 350 tr- million, right? So let's just call it 159, right? So divide by 159 billion, okay? And you times that by 100. That means cigars account for 0.22% of all the tobacco sales in the United States. 
And that's just cigarettes. So this is like proving what Josh – we took a long way to get there because we had a, number, a lot of numbers. But 350 million cigars in the United States smoked, 158 billion cigarettes means that of all the tobacco, cig- cigars and cigarettes, cigars only count for point a quarter of a percent. Damn. 158 son. billion. B, B, billion. Dude. We just went off. We oh. went off on a tangent. I'm a numbers guy, so I had to. But, like, I didn't know it was that much. That's just crazy, man. 158 billion cigarettes. Woo, daddy. That's crazy. That's a fucking lot, dude. That's a lot of lung cancer. That's a lot of cancer. And that's what Josh, that's what Haberski was saying is that, and that's what this thing goes back to is you can't rope them in. They're not the same. Cigars account for a quarter of a percent. You know, who was it? Uh, What show was that? It was, I forgot who, what, what celebrity it was. I think he was on to get there, but I got there. Yeah, you got there. <laughs> it was. I think he was on Jer- the Jerry Seinfeld show, um, like uh, Coffee and Cars, or, or com- comedies and cars, or comedics and cars, or some shit. And Jerry Seinfeld goes on all those different cars and just talks to comedians. And I forgot which comedian it was. Um, I think I can't remember who the conversation was, but it was Jerry Seinfeld and some other guy. And Jerry asked whoever it was, "What's the difference between cigars and cigarettes?" And he's like, "Listen." It's the difference between cigars and cigarettes. He smokes cigarettes like this. <sighs> you smoke a cigar like this. That's the difference. That's the difference. Hell yeah, brother. So that's yeah. a great that's a great way to put it. It's it's as easy as that. On man. one hand <laughs> the other hand. That's what it comes down to. That's what all it is. So FDA, kick rocks, get out of our industry, go tax somebody else. We're going to fucking end it right there. 45 minutes, that's good. We hit a lot of topics, proved a lot of points. So thank you very much for watching and listening this episode of the Burndown Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you learned something there. Why cigars? Cigars are fucking good for you. Come on, come on. Um, the blueprints probably gonna get kicked off youtube for that but blueprints are (laughs) if you like this please hit the like button please hit the subscribe button please hit the bell to be notified every single time we drop a new video we have new episodes every single friday check out the website burnoutpodcast.com become a member five dollars a month you get exclusive discounts you get entered into monthly members only giveaways you also get 15 percent off our cigar the blueprint you can get it on our website burnoutpodcast.com eric what's the What's the send off? What's the, what's the, uh, we're going to get on a t shirt eventually. But all I got to say is thank you, ladies and gents, for listening. Thank you, ladies and gents, for watching, supporting the burn down every week. Thank you for supporting the blueprint. Cheers. Chin chin. Salute. Salute.